Welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast, a place where you can learn the secrets to living as the best version of you. It's not about changing. It's not about becoming. It's about remembering. It's about recovering what you've always had within you, but you just keep getting distracted and you just keep forgetting. Join me, your host, Tyson Bradley, as we discover the practical steps for easily and effortlessly creating a lifestyle that lasts. Hello, 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 everybody. It's Tyson Bradley, and I have been spending this morning uh, blowing my own brain with just connections of all sorts of things. And I'm going to do my best to communicate these connections to you. I may fail on that, but I want you to know that this is might be considered advanced, and mainly because the more in which you get to know yourself, the more in which you get to watch yourself, the easier it becomes to see how different pieces come together and helps you to get into a place where you can connect with your inherent identity and create a life that is unhindered by all the lies that we believe about ourselves and about the world that we live in. And so what started me on kind of the journey I am taking right now and some of my thoughts that have been percolating is from the book called No Bad Parts. This is by David Schwartz. He is a psychologist who has done a number of studies and working with a lot of different patients on a system he calls it internal family systems and a way in which we can describe this concept is is for you to imagine that within each one of us within you is a village a village of people you may even call it a kingdom the kingdom of of god or the kingdom of heaven is within you and within this kingdom there are all sorts of different kinds of people Uh, some of them speak up for you when you are afraid. Some of them speak up for you when you're in doubt. Some of them speak up for confidence. Some of them speak up for laziness and just being uh, at ease with life. Some speak for you got to do and go and, and get things done. And each part of these, each part of us is good. It's not bad. So that's the name of the title of this book, No Bad Parts. There's nothing bad within you. And the tendencies and the actions and the way in which you show up to life, there's nothing wrong with. It is just a matter of trying to understand why we're doing the things that we're doing and to speak to that part of us that is either protecting or firefighting or doing the things that we don't want to have done. So when you think about and if you were to just watch your own thoughts and actions in life and you can take any example one thing that you can do even right now is you can think about what is something that you want to do that you're not doing or what is a way of being say you want to be more patient and you're not uh, that you can just 
talk to that part of you that is impatient, right? So we can use the model. And if you haven't heard me talk about the model, there's an episode, uh, might be like 59 or something. That's like the method and the model that you can listen to. But the basics of the model is that we have a circumstance, these facts of life. We have thoughts that create feelings. These feelings drive our actions. Those actions produce our results. And you can take any given action and then you can kind of rewind it back. You can say, why am I doing this? Um, well, it's because I'm feeling a certain way. Well, what am I feeling? I'm feeling impatient. Uh, and so what are the thoughts that are creating this impatience? And we can kind of start dissecting and thinking about and analyzing what is actually going into all of our actions, what's actually going into all of our results. Now with this, if we were to just take any given feeling uh, that I think that it's a good place to start in terms of talking to a part of you. So for me this morning, it was talking to fear. Now, if there are characters within your village and we just give them names and labels and give them a little bit of a persona, then it makes it a little bit easier to envision and to visualize and to actually have a conversation with these emotions. So I was talking with fear this morning and in this conversation, I want you to imagine as though uh, each each thought that we have, or each kind of uh, persona that we that we have within us, is also kind of like a tree. And as you know, there's roots, there's a trunk, and then there's branches and leaves. And the the roots are kind of like our memories, our past experiences that really inform our primary belief, which is the trunk. So here's the main thought. Here's this main thought that uh, this perception in which we are really making choices and directing our life from. And from that, we have all the branches, which are uh, some of the emotions and other experiences, maybe more current experiences that reinforce this main idea, this main trunk, this main thought. So if we have fear, uh, and I would probably just put fear as maybe the main trunk. And there's all sorts of past experiences. And the thing is, fear could, I could have fear over uh, all sorts of things. Fear of showing up, fear of not being able to provide for my family, fear of what people might think of me. There's all sorts, there might be different personas, different things associated with this fear. Uh, and those might be the roots and they go down and they, I can go back to past experiences and kind of think about what's going on for me. Why am I so fearful about showing up in certain ways? Or why am I so fearful about the, my ability to provide for my family? What is this fear all about? And we can start talking to this fear. We can start asking it questions about its past. So what's going on? Like, where did you get that? Where did that come from? We start talking about how it feels. So if I was to talk to any given person, they have a whole history. They also have current experiences that uh, and evidences that they want to give me to say, well, of course, this is true. Of course, my core belief, my core thought that I'm that I'm thinking here is true because look at all the evidence. Look at what I have before me. And so you can look at each of these personas, you can start having these conversations, start learning about them. But what's so fascinating is as I was talking a little bit to the Lord about, about this, this concept, 
I asked him, I was like, so where does inherent identity come in? Where does inherent identity come into this analogy of these trees or these people and these personas, these parts of us? And really what he talked to me about was more so around the idea that they are, it all depends on what you feed it. So it's more so about what you feed the tree. And he said, you know, you can continue to operate and nourish the tree with your, with the traditions of your fathers. So you can go back to the moments when you first got the concept of the belief and you see the truth of what was communicated to you. And, or you can see the truth as revealed by spirit. You can know the truth of who you really are. You can challenge the way you think about things. And so essentially where are your roots like drawing their nourishment from? Is it coming from the world's view and from your, the traditions and your growing uppings and you know, what your parents taught and teachers taught, or are you remembering? Are you truly remembering who you really are and using that to nourish the tree? Because I want you to think about another analogy or way to put this is that you are the, the uh, owner of an orchard and you have all these trees within your brain. And what's really interesting is that when you look at the actual physical, uh, physical look of a neuron, it does look like a tree. It has a root, it has branches that, that link to other trees. And so there's very uh, real application to this looking like a tree in terms of these neural synapses and all these things that go on. So you, you have a bunch of these trees in your orchard and you are the one that's watching over it all and you get to decide what you're nourishing uh, these this tree and whether or not you are feeding it some of the the lies of the world that you've just grown up believing and the thing is it's not even your fault because a lot of this was taught by uh, previous landlords <laughs> previous owners right and and so Unless we start watching and we start seeing our orchard, we start watching these thoughts, start watching the fear, start watching the doubt, start watching the tendency that we have to be impatient. Unless we start watching these trees and seeing, oh, you know, that one's looking a little sickly or, hey, this one's getting a lot of attention or it's just on my mind a lot. There might be something there that I can just start paying attention to. And as you start watching your orchard and you seeing which which trees are producing fruit that you don't like, then you can start to talk with that tree. And now the tree becomes a person and start talking with it. And you start understanding, hey, you know, where where are you drawing your nourishment from? Where is this coming from? And you start to peel away and understand a little bit about why they are so sick. And your goal as the watcher and as the owner of the orchard is to help heal them. Part of that's going to come from remembering. And, and the thing is, the greatest point of access to who you really are is God. The greatest point of access to the truth versus what the world teaches is Jesus Christ. And the greatest amount of healing is going to come through him. And I could argue that, you know, all healing 
whether we know it or not, does come through Christ. But I just like to be more deliberate about saying, hey, let's not just talk to the parts of ourselves, but let's bring Christ into the picture as well to talk to these pieces and parts of us. Because if we do so, then he's the one that can bring the healing. And it's not just a a nice, you know, uh, overtime kind of healing, but this can be an instantaneous healing that Christ can remove the lies or can really just speak the truth and the lie just goes away. And all of a sudden, fear is transformed into love or fear is revealed as love in this disguised mask. And that was kind of a little bit of the insight that I had this morning that, you know, some of the fears that I've had, that they really aren't true, or really they are just love <laughs> disguised as as uh, me trying to avoid things. And it's just misinformation, misguidance. And so as I listen, and as I walk in this orchard, as I start talking to the pieces and parts of me with Christ, what ends up happening is healing happens and I'm able to move forward with more faith and with more courage and with more clarity. So I will probably share more examples, more instances of this, but I wanted to just touch on this as a concept that you can start thinking about and maybe just maybe you might even start talking to the pieces and parts of you knowing that you don't have any kind of bipolar disorder and this is not there's nothing wrong with talking to these parts of you we all have these parts we just haven't given them a voice and when you start giving these parts of you these emotions in your life a voice they will talk to you and that doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. Don't think that you're crazy. Just know that these parts of you have things to say. They have a whole history. They have all these memories. And when you start talking to them, they will they will share the truth with you of how they really feel and what's going on. And I can tell you that the more we start diving into this work, and I, I do believe it's helpful to have, have a coach to be able to help <laughs> guide this process because... Uh, as much as I might try and do it alone, I know that when I have guidance and people uh, helping me through the process, it is, it is uh, so much more powerful. So in any case, I want to share kind of this analogy with you and these ideas to get us started. And then in future podcasts, I will talk in more in depth, share more examples, and hopefully give you some further understanding. So if anything of this is just so confusing. You're just like, Tyson, you make no sense. Then you know what? Um, ah, then there it is. <laughs> I will try and make sense for you. And we're going to help get us all back to this place of remembering. And this place of seeing things clearly. And this is just one method and, and way of doing it. So there you have it, my friends. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you later. Hey, do you want to create your best life? Do you want to live into it? If that's you, I want you to come and check out InherentIdentity.com. 
This is the place where you get to learn the easy and effortless way to living into your dreams. So once again, come check out InherentIdentity.com. We'll see you there.